Welcome to Exploring Hyperspace Lands. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Battlefront. Um, we do have a little bit of Star Wars news, though. We do have a release date for Star Wars Visions, uh, Volume 2, I think it's called, or, or Season 2 of Star Wars Visions, which was that anime show that they did where they licensed out Star Wars to a bunch of prestige studios and was like, do whatever you want. Tell whatever story you want. Don't care about canon. You know, just tell a good story. Use interesting art. Do whatever the fuck you want. Um, we now know that May 4th is when that's going to drop. And they're not doing it. They're doing like they did the first time where it's going to be one big drop instead of a bunch of little one at a time episodes, which is probably the best way to do it for this show. Um, so that's cool. Um, so why the fuck to keep doing that? Um, I'm looking at my Steam Deck at the same time. Um, oh. and it's it's doing shit. Um, so that's something cool. Did you like Visions? I forgot. Visions? Yeah. What is it? What are you referring to? The anime show. They did like two years ago where it was a bunch of different like anime studios that all tackled Star Wars. No, I hate it. I did not like Really? I really did not like. I thought there were some, some interesting art styles, but... I really liked the art styles. I thought they were really cool sci-fi things, but they were not Star Wars, and I did not like them. Well, then that was the point with that. They, they wanted to be like, just do whatever you want, just, Yeah, you know. but they, like, totally disregarded all the rules surrounding the Force, so... Yeah, that was the point, though. I, yeah, but I didn't like it. Uh, like I think my least favorite episode of it was the one that's on uh, Tatooine where they have like the band, and it's like and it's all it's like uh, Boba Fett and a bunch of other people. Like mm. that one had the best art style, but I also hated the episode because I was like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Um, and then they did Book of Boba Fett for an entire show, so hmm. my my uh, my dislike was founded. Um, how is the cold up in uh, up in the Northeast? Cold. Yeah, we are. It is nine degrees right down here. Um, um, I'm pretty positive they were in the negatives. Yeah, yeah we're saw, at I, negative 18. Yeah, with the wind chill or without the wind chill? My phone says it is negative 18. So that's with that's without the wind chill. Yeah, it, yesterday it was about, it was under, it was below zero with the wind chill here in, in New York. Um, you're up north of the Arctic Circle, so that's uh, a little worse up there. Um. So today's topic is Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Now, when when you said that you had never played them, I was genuinely surprised. Um, because these two games are such hallmarks of Star Wars video games. Like when we talk about the 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 Mount Rushmore of Star Wars video games, you get like Knights of the Old Republic, you get Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Um what else was there? Um, Shadow of the Empire, and then like Episode One Racer or Jedi Knight. Um, in terms of older games, obviously now Jedi. Um, oh yeah, that was the other big news was uh Jedi Survivor got delayed. Um, the sequel to um Fallen Order. Um, but you have Battlefront and Battlefront Two, which are they're basically first to third person shooters. You can swap between them, where you play through various maps from across the Star Wars universe. Um, 
And some of them have stories, some of them don't. Um, I did find some interesting production notes that you might find a little interesting. Um, Such as? Let me go to my notes. Oh, okay. I have two pages of notes and my microphone's right in the middle of my screen. Okay, so both games were released by Pandemic Studios, which is now owned by EA. You may know Pandemic as a studio that did Mercenaries, uh, Mercenaries World in Flames, and um, I forgot what the sequel subtitle was, but uh, both of those games are very fun, um, and that studio also did Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Um, Battlefront was released on September 21st, 2004, and almost a year later was Battlefront 2. Um, at the time that the Xbox shut down, um, the Xbox shut down Xbox Live. This was in uh, like the early 2010s. Battlefront 2 had the largest active online community. Really? Uh, yeah, it did. Um, I know it was pretty popular when it had come out. Um, I hadn't played it, but I remember um, like when I was re-watching some uh, or when I was watching some footage of people playing it, um, I... I, I recognized it quite a bit because I think I when it had come out and people were streaming it and, you know, uploading YouTube videos of it, I'd been right. watching it quite a bit. Yeah, there's a, and the thing is, too, it's like I was going to make you a video um, of it so I could, what's it called, so that way you could, you know, watch some of what the game is. Unfortunately, when I did that, I exported it in Resolve and let it run for two hours and I fell asleep and I woke back up and the video was 16 gigabytes because I hit the wrong settings. And I had still had it set for uh, professional video editing, not for YouTube. So that was dumb on my part. Um, and some of those clips, what I'm going to do for this episode is usually the episodes go up on YouTube with just the, it's just a picture of the, the Spreaker logo with the podcast because Spreaker auto uploads it. This one I'm going to manually upload. I'm going to include video overlaid over the episode. Um, so you can see some of the gameplay. So you can see what I'm talking about. Um, now, Development began in 2002 with a desire to create an online multiplayer version of Star Wars Battles. Um, both these games got relatively early mod support, with both games getting mod support within six months of release. Um, because they did have huge um, contingents of players on Windows. Um, the Windows contingency continued well into the late 2010s when they shut down GameSpy. And then uh, now GOG runs both. And the games are available through uh, Steam, GOG, and the EA Store on PC. And if you have an Xbox, if you buy the original game and put it into your Xbox, you can play it through backwards compatibility. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, both of these games had demos that were included in the original uh, with some DVD. Um, if you bought the original trilogy box set, um, you got a demo for the first one. And the second one came on the DVD for Revenge of the Sith because it came out on the same day as Revenge of the Sith uh, on DVD. Um, both games were well-received. Uh, however, both games were criticized for the AI, which if you've ever played the game or listened to me talk on the podcast after I've played the game for any length of time, um, you know that I despise the AI in this game. Um, so the way it works is that there are two different levels for the AI, and I found this really interesting. Um, there is the large objective for each, you know, entity on the screen. And then there is the, the, uh, the smaller objective. The larger objective is capture command posts, 
you know, that kind of thing. Like where, which way is the character headed in a more macro sense? Um, the, the other one, the smaller objective is just where am I walking this minute? Who am I targeting? That kind of thing. Um, while the large objective was calculated every few seconds, the, um, the, the moment to moment objective was calculated continuously. This was designed to uh, lower the processing power that the game needed to use. Um, and and what this does is you end up in situations where the computer doesn't think logically. The computer just thinks in terms of um, whatever's physically closest to it. Um, and it doesn't take into consideration what you're doing. Um, and there's no way to make the computer computer take into consideration what you're doing. So what you end up with in a lot of maps is, especially if you go out and try to do something different, um, like let's say you have a map where the, you, the point of the game in, in a conquest mission is to capture all the enemy command posts, which will wipe out all their troops. So let's say you decide to try and bottleneck them by going taking another command post. That's not the one that the computer would think is going to be the main objective. Um, it just will fall almost immediately because the computer can't take that into consideration. So mm. it's not worth doing it. The, the game kind of railroads you into doing um, the th doing whatever it thinks you have to do. Um, and some of the maps are a little skewed. I think that's a problem too. Um, especially, I'm thinking Polis Massa in um, Battlefront 2, which is the asteroid at the end of Revenge of the Sith where Padme gives birth. That's a map you can fight on. The problem is mm. it's, it's kind of U-shaped where you can go out the back um and and fight in it on the asteroid in in vehicles but because it's u-shaped all the action gets bottlenecked in the middle and if you're playing as the empire or as the republic you're fucked because the way the map is laid out benefits the whoever's invading that first command post so you end up really? it, it is very hard to, to win that level as the republic of the empire um which is great because you end up having to defend that a lot in galactic conquest mode you mean as the so like that it's difficult it's a difficult position to defend yes because the the way it's laid out and where the command post is and the range because like to, to capture command post just to stand near it the range you have to be in to get it is very large and the next closest spawn point for the enemy is pretty far away so if it gets to the point where you've already taken it halfway so no more of the enemy troop is spawning there they're mm -hmm. just kind of fucked and that's gonna fall now and then okay. you now have one more command post and you're just kind of stuck. Um, hmm. Another little tidbit. Um, Battlefront 2 was featured in an episode of The Apprentice. Really? So that's cool. Yeah, there was an episode of The Apprentice where I know we're getting into to Trump territory, but there was an episode of The Apprentice in 2005 where they did a launch thing for, um, what's it called? For, uh, for Revenge of the Sith and Battlefront 2. Um, and I remember watching it with my dad, I was like, oh, shit, Star Wars is going to be on this. And when <laughs> I saw it, they no one was focusing on the video game. And I'm like, but that's dumb. You get more money from video game sales than you do from DVD sales. Even back in 2005, that was the truth. And I was like, why would you not prioritize selling the video game? People don't know. And, and that understand. was the thing. Is Mr. Art of the Deal didn't know that either. So, you know, whatever. Um, of course not. So, um, Battlefront 2, and, and I couldn't find a reason for this. But they were only released one year apart, but Battlefront 2 had a ton of things that weren't in the base game. The only thing I could think of, um, and this is just piecing together what I've read so far about the two games, was that Battlefront 2 is what they wanted to do after Revenge of the Sith. So because Battlefront 1 came out before Revenge of the Sith, the 
latest battle in terms of release date is the Battle of Kashyyyk. And one of the maps for Kashyyyk in that game doesn't match anything we see in any movie. It looks more like Kashyyyk from the Holiday Special. The second Mm. map looks like Kashyyyk as rendered in the trailer, where that battle happens. Um, and where, you know, when we see the, the only time we see the battle in, in the movie, um, that's what that map is based on. Um, but at the time they didn't say what that was. Um, and I also learned that Grammarly's dictionary includes Kashyyyk as a word because I spelled it wrong and I corrected it. Um, so that's cool. Um, so, uh, there are three gameplay modes in the first game. There's a campaign, which is a linear run-through of each of the stories from the various factions. So you pick Confederacy, Empire, Rebels, or Republic, um, and you just run through their story. Um, there are interstitials in the movies that link them together with a somewhat cohesive narrative. So that way you get something to do. And, and the interstitials from the movies are just clips from the movies. Um, Galactic Conquest in the first game is you have a map with a bunch of planets, and you have to take all the planets from the opposition. Um, since each planet has two maps, with the exception of Hoth, Geonosis, Kamino, and um, and Endor, um, since each map each one has two maps, if you capture both maps, you get a planetary bonus. And the planetary bonus is something like we will put a, a hero on the field. So if you play as the Empire, you get Vader. If you play as Dooku, if you play, if you play as Confederacy, but you, you get, get to Dooku. play as that hero, right? No, not in the first game. They're oh, just okay. there on the map, and the and they're basically unkillable. The only way to kill them is to land a vehicle on them or to, and when I say land a vehicle, I mean specifically land a flying vehicle on them. You can't run them <laughs> over. Um, or, and I've done this a lot, um, play a level where there's a pit, hit their, hit them right in front of their feet with a rocket launcher, and they'll fly off the cliff and they'll kill them. Um, hmm. But besides that, they're basically unkillable. You can't shoot them because they're all Jedi and they just deflect the bolts back at you. Um, oh. And they just run around the map with a lightsaber and one-shot people. So you kind of want to prioritize Tatooine because Tatooine is the one that gives you that bonus. Um, and there are a ton of levels that do have things in the first one that they don't have in the second. So there's like there's a planes level of Naboo, which is based on um, the the final battle from... Uh, from episode one, where it's not in the city, it's out in the plains where the Gungans are fighting the Confederacy. That mm-hmm. level's not in the sequel because there are flying vehicles. The same goes for both Bespin levels for some reason. Um, even though Cloud City doesn't have that platform, uh, platforms that's flying vehicles. Um, mm. the same go- and the same goes for what was the um the the Dune Sea level, which is out near the Lars Homestead. Um, that one's the most interesting level I think in it because there are three factions in it. Um, there's always you in the opposition, so it's always going to be Republican Confederacy or Empire Rebellion, and there's also Tuscan Raiders who have two command posts, and they try to kill both sides. Um, and you have to dodge a Sarlacc pit, so that that's a fun one. Um, but that didn't come back because there are, anything that had flying vehicles on a planet did not come back for two because flying vehicles were relegated just to space battles in two because there were no space battles in one. Oh. Um, so. And then instant action, you just pick a map and fight. Um, so what else have we got here? Um, in the second game, they also introduced space battles for the first time. Specialty weapons, which they had a medal system where if you did certain things, you got a medal. Um, and that medal awarded you with a special vehicle or a, a boost of some kind. So if you got okay. enough points, you would get an endurance boost. If you got, an, if you got more points, you get an attack boost and a damage reduction boost. 
Um, if you got like 12 kills, I think, with the blaster rifle, you got a frenzy rifle that shot a salvo of three shots. Um, if you got um, three critical, uh, four critical hits with a uh, with a rocket launcher, they gave you a homing rocket launcher. Um, so it's that kind of stuff. You could play as heroes in that game. Um, this is something that I didn't realize while I was playing through it recently. There's no sprint or forward roll in the original game, but hmm. there are in the sequel, which you would think is kind of a basic thing. And there were substantially yeah. more maps, including several from Revenge of the Sith. Um, the campaign in the second one is a unique story. You're following an unnamed clone in the 501st during the fall of the Republic and into the beginning of the Empire, which is a cool idea. Uh, it does have one of the hardest levels I've ever played in a video game, and that is um, the episode in episode three when Anakin goes to the temple. Um, you have to do that level, and you as a oh. clone have to wipe out Jedi. And again, okay. Jedi have lightsabers, and lightsabers one or two shot you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a fun one, and like it, it's it's like the old joke where it's like. The distribution of responsibility when Anakin goes to the temple is kind of ridiculous because he goes to the clones like, all right, you guys go fight the Jedi. I'll go murder the kids who don't have weapons. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't think too hard. Like That is what happens. <laughs> uh, and that is kind of what happens here. Um, Galactic Conquest is way deeper in this version. So it's kind of like there's a giant map of the galaxy and mm -hmm. you have a command ship. So you have a Mon Cal cruiser, you have a, you know, a, a, a Star Destroyer or something like that. And you have to move around the map and then invade various planets controlled by the opposition. Um, when you do that, you take the planet, you get credits for taking planets. You use the credits to buy soldier classes and to buy perks. Um, so like things like using the hero, you have to buy the hero perk and equip it when you go into the map to, to do it. Um, and then each of the what's it called each victory if you you can do it for each of the four factions each victory has an alternate ending um so if you play as the rebellion and beat it it's just the canon ending because that's just return of the jedi um if you play as the empire and win there's a cut scene that shows the empire taking over the galaxy boba fett capturing han solo and leaving him with jabba the hut on tatooine vader killing leia on the tantive four Luke falling to the dark side on the, on the second Death Star, and the Rebels getting roundly defeated on Endor. Hmm. If if you play as the Republican win, you see Obi-Wan defeating General Grievous, Mace Windu killing Darth Sidious in his office on Coruscant, Anakin being knighted as the Jedi Master, and then Plo Koon and the others who we see in that montage during Order 66, them just continuing on and not dying because Order 66 never happened. If you play oh. as the Confederacy... This one's the most interesting, I think. You see Sidious leading a droid army to the Jedi Temple to kill the Jedi. Um, you see General Grievous going out and killing the remaining Jedi. You see Darth Maul and Jango Fett going out on missions and leading droid armies as generals. And then you see Anakin fighting Count Dooku on Mustafar before Dooku kills Anakin. So it's it's kind of a cool thing. Um, instant action was greatly expanded with more gameplay modes. Um, captured a flag, which is, you know, self-explanatory. There's one and two flag, captured a flag. Um, there is assault mode, which is what they do, uh, for mostly for space battles. Um, because in space battles, you can't capture the opposing ship. Um, 
it's you have your ship, they have their ship, you can get into various flying vehicles, and then you go and you try to destroy the ship. To make it a little bit easier in terms of calculating who wins, um, you get points for doing things. So you get four points for killing an opposing soldier. You get mm. unless you if you fly into their ship and kill on feet on foot, you get two points. If you um, if you blow up something on their ship, you get like sixteen points. So if you blow up the command bridge, you get sixteen points. Engines, you get eight each, and there's usually two engines. Um, so like that kind of thing. Um, so mm. assault is you get as many points as possible, and the command post cannot change position or change possession. Um, this is space battles, and there are a few others that have it. There's hero assault mode, which is really fun. It's assault mode, but you can only play as heroes. It's light versus dark, and you can only play as the heroes. Hmm. Um, so you just go through, and it's just you just you you play as Maul, you play as General Grievous, you play as Mace Windu, you play as whoever the fuck you want. They have a ton of characters, and you just do that. There is hmm. hunt mode, which is one faction versus an indigenous species. Um, so if you pick Hoth. It's the rebels um, versus the wampas. Oh, okay. And if you play as the wampas, you guys run around. You have a ton of health, and you guys beat the fuck out of people. That sounds kind of fun, though. Yeah. Um. The, on Endor, you do Ewoks versus the Empire. Okay. Um. On on uh, on Kashyyyk, you do Wookies versus the Confederacy. And on Naboo, you do Gungans versus Confederacy. And then there's one on Tatooine that's the least fun, where you play as the Jawas. Hmm. Um, and then there's Excel, which is a PC-exclusive mode, where they basically overload the game with as many characters as physically possible that the game can render. Um, I think it's about 200 on screen at any given point. Um, and whoever kills 300 enemies first wins. Oh, Okay. So that it's just a clusterfuck of a game mode, and it is a lot less fun than you would think it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's just like because the thing is too, it's like you do XL. It's like again, we have this bottlenecking issue that a lot of these maps have. We end up bottlenecked in certain areas, and it's just not fun. And is um, this Battlefront one or two? Two. Okay. Um. So was the was the game with the maps better in Battlefront one? I think that there are certain maps in Battlefront 1 that are better designed um, in that they give you more options on how you play. Um, okay. They're more open and you have and you have more leeway in what direction you go. Um, Battlefront 2 has a lot more maps where there are design bottlenecks, like Polis Massal, like I said. Um, there was a, what was the other? Uh, the Death Star is one that's really not fun as the Empire or as the Republic. Because oh, of where okay. you're situated, um, in it, and you end up bottlenecked on these platforms that are very narrow, and it's just not a great time. Like one of the clips I have is I'm gonna I'm gonna show it is me playing it. I play I ended up playing as Obi Wan because I did the Republic, which I don't think you should be able to play as the Republic on Death Star, but whatever. Uh, I'm playing <laughs> as Obi Wan, and I'm like I'm just going through massacring people. I take three command posts, and I still lose because of how poorly situated you are on this one section of the map where mm -hmm. you have, you don't like you have the low ground. You can't get a good angle to shoot up at the opposition and they can just sit up there and pick you off all day. Well, you can control five of the six command posts and just like, well, fuck it. You're just dead. Cause you can't get out of this little kill zone. Hmm. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Um, and then, 
So, uh, so one of the things that I saw was people complaining about the graphics in two versus one. What What is your opinion on that? I don't think the graphics uh, the graphics are improved in two. Um, I'm not going to say they're not. I I think that it's not as much of an incremental I, upgrade. I heard the opposite is what people were saying. I think the thing was is that one was much better graphics than two. I think the thing is um, the games came out a year apart. I think it's obvious that two probably would have been better served as a DLC for one. Okay. Um, where, but the thing is, there are so many upgrades that happen just in terms of systems that you couldn't do that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like a generational upgrade in Pokemon, where it's like, as much as you can look at gold and silver and be like, that could have been DLC for, I mean, granted, it was also the, the 90s into the 2000s, but if you look at it that way, so many smaller things in the back end changed that you can't really do that. I, I'm I'm willing to I'm and also I'm not a graphics person. I'm willing to sacrifice graphics um for more content. And I think that they gave enough content where I'm willing to overlook graphical anomalies and things not looking as great. And keep in mind it's only a year difference and they're building it in largely the same um environment. And the other thing that two had two did that one didn't was two came out on the PSP as well. So they had to kind of do it with that in mind because you can't just port it to the PSP and it's like do we devote an entire team to making this port happen or do we just kind of downscale the game to do that it's the same kind of question Mm -hmm. as to why the PS2 lasted as long as it did and it's like well the Wii is so far behind the Xbox 360 and the PS3 that the, the Wii is about the same power as the PS2 so if they made a Wii port it's like well we might as well just port it to the PS2 as well so that's why you had a lot of third-party games going well into um, the PS, the, into the Wii era, because it was just just ported. It's no big deal. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I'm willing to. I'm okay with that. There was okay. DLC in two, though. Um. The DLC in two, uh, included Renvar, both Renvar Mass and Battlefront, which, um. Okay, I, like I, I wasn't a big fan of either of the Renvar maps. They're kind of cool looking, um, but they look kind of not Star Wars to an extent. Okay. Um, the Yavin Four Arena map, which um, I, it's fine. It's not the, like there's nothing wrong with about with the Yavin Four Arena map. Um, it's just kind of forgettable. Um, the Cloud City map from from Bespin. Um, because that one's kind of cool. That one is kind of cool. That one is you're running around Cloud City. Uh, pl- I think Bespin in Battlefront One has the best, the two best maps. Like it's the best altogether planet. Um, in terms of which one has the best maps. Now, the Cloud City map is it's basically a ring of command posts around a central one, and you mm-hmm. each get one command post diagonally across the ring. Um, and the middle and all the rest are all neutral, so you have to go and take them. Um. And it's just there because of how open it is to play. You can go around the ring in either direction to try and take them, and then try and take the middle. Like the, it, 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 anything that supports a variety of gameplay styles, I'm fine with. Um, and um, it included three new heroes. It included Kit Fisto, uh, who was not in the first game in the original game. Um, he was added in there. Um, Anakin Skywalker was added in as a hero for the Republic. Um, in the base game, you can only play as him as the dark side on Coruscant. Um, and Asajj Ventress 
was added as a playable character. Oh, uh, which okay. is kind of cool. Um Yeah, that is cool. Asajj is a pretty cool character. Yeah, and she doesn't really get enough uh, love, I don't think. I don't uh, think so either. Um what else was there with these two games? Um yeah, I think that like they're like the games aren't. Do perfect. you have a preference between the two? Um, Battlefront two, definitely. Um, I would yeah. say since I have them both on PC now, um, I lean more toward like when I was playing them on my PlayStation two, it was definitely Battlefront two because I love the space battles and I love all of that. Um, since going to PC, um, Battlefront two does not have controller support. Okay. Um, and I do not like using, um keyboard and mouse um so like if i can't play with my controller it's definitely not the best thing for me um so that does harm it a little bit oh okay um let me see if i can give you a map list though from this game so that way i can tell you so you can you can tell me what you what you think based on uh what's it called based on based on the titles okay so here we have a map list in in uh, in Battlefront Two, so Coruscant, the Jedi Temple. Um, this one is a little one sided as well, designed to give you a giant conflict in the middle, um, but it doesn't always work out that way. Um, Dagobah, the swamp y- near Yoda's hut, um, because apparently that was necessary. That Star Interior okay. we talked about. <laughs> uh, Fallujah, Fallujah, I think is the most well rounded of the maps, in um in uh in this game because it's basically a big open area and you can go anywhere you want and do whatever you want in any order and the computer will kind of accommodate it. Hmm, um okay. Camino, the cloning facility. Now I was never big on the prequels, so in this game specifically. So I never really got into um playing Camino. Um I also didn't really like the map either. So that one I've never really played that deeply. Um um Kashyyyk Beachhead, um, which is the the one with uh, you know, the that's the the one from episode three. The Mustafar Refinery. Okay. Um, so that's cool. Do you um, have a favorite map? Um Ooh, that's a tough one. Um probably and are you any good at either of those games? I was better at two before it went to point and click. Um, yeah, I, I would say if I'm gonna say favorite map from one, it's definitely Cloud City. Favorite map from two, probably the Death Star. I just love the I love the design of it. And one of the command posts is in um, the laser shooting room, and every once in a mm-hmm. while, um, the laser will go off. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of a cool thing. Um, like the, I, I, I don't like any map that has walkers. That's just me. Uh, I'm not talking like there are assault walkers, but they also have the all terrain, like the ATAT and the um and the ARC T or whatever it's called, um from uh from uh episode two and three, the clone version of the ATAT. Um, oh, okay. The any map that has those, I don't love it because uh it it gives a giant advantage to whoever has that. So like Hoth is incredibly one-sided as well because the Empire has these two moving command posts that are destroyable, but they can spawn 
troops at the AT-ATs. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so it is a little bit of an advantage, a massive advantage for them. Plus, in that level, you get one less command post if you don't stop the AT-ATs constantly throughout it because they're constantly responding. Um, if you don't stop them and they get to the shield generator, you lose a command post. Okay. And the same goes for uh, the Empire on um, on Endor, where the shield generator, uh, this is only in the first one, uh, the shield generator is also a command post, but if you're the Rebellion and get down there quickly, you can just blow it up and they lose a command post. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just kind of, it, it, it's uh, that's my biggest complaint about the game is that it's not necessarily the most balanced game ever made. Um, okay. And I think that that's kind of like if this game came out now and, and and I know it came out a few years ago and those games weren't great. But if the game came out now and it was done to this degree of care, there would have been more attention put to making sure the maps are um, are more even keel. Oh, um, OK. Because I think that this is the kind of thing that in a online community now people would not exactly um be be cool with oh um, okay yeah because it's like it's the kind of thing where it's like if, if i'm spawning in and it's like and they auto assign you um empire on a level where the empire has a significant disadvantage i'm just gonna mm -hmm. quit i'm just gonna be like fuck it i'm not gonna take the loss on this because i'm not gonna sit here and get like killed over and over and over again that's not fun um okay and i think that's kind of the issue that we have here um so that's kind of cool um yeah and i think that um what else did i have here i think that's uh oh there are two giant missed opportunities in um in in the second one that i want to point out um well three the first is in the game in the campaign anakin is in his attire when he attacks the jedi temple in campaign mode okay um, but not in any other mode, which I feel like is a missed opportunity. Um, that should be available. Uh, the other mm. thing that's omitted from the from instant action, um, when I think when I tell you space battle in Star Wars, mm -hmm. um, what do you think of? What do you mean? Well, like what, ships going around and lasers well, what, and what shit. What space battle? What specifically? What battles do you think of when you think of space battles across the prequels and the sequels, or the prequels and the original trilogy? Any of the battles that happen in space? Okay, but which one specifically? Oh my goodness. You're asking okay, too much this? of me. How about this? For, for a game that came <laughs> out and was meant to tie into Revenge of the Sith, if I say space battle... Okay, so the one at the beginning of yeah. number one. Okay. Anakin, I, think that's, I think that is or it. Or not number one. The one where Luke and Anakin are up in their space fighter pl pilots... Or, or space fighters and you know he goes and he tries to get the little bubble things off of him okay the robots um and then oh you mean anakin and obi-wan yeah 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 is that not what i said i'm sorry no you said anakin and luke and i'm like is she talking oh about... my goodness yes like, is she, is anakin and obi-wan yeah yes and then um obviously the battle around the death star and then where you know where Luke goes down into the Death Star and hits and goes through the little thing and does the perfect shot. Well, that was you. You you got it the first time. 
the battle over Coruscant. I got it is, the first time. That was the there first was thing a right said. answer. There yes. was a right answer. Yes. Oh, okay. The, the battle over Coruscant um, is probably the most iconic space battle from the prequels. Because I can't think of another one that's as cool looking. And I think the visual holds up. Now, if you were to turn on Revenge of the Sith on um, on Disney Plus and you watch that opening with the space battle over Coruscant, it still holds up and looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I don't think that the in the game, if you play the campaign, you can play that level. If you don't play the campaign, that is not one of the space battles available. Oh, okay. That's and I'm like, funny. that's a weird decision. Yeah, that is and, a little odd. And the other thing that was cut, it was in the game, but was cut and is available. Maybe it was too back. obvious. I don't know. I mean, they put fucking Space Dagobah in and Space Hoth, which makes sense. Like, Space Fallujah, like, which again, I'm not entirely sure why they called the planet Fallujah, considering these movies came out in the middle of the Iraq War. Um, and it seemed like every day on the news you were hearing about Fallujah. Maybe it was like proto-SEO optimization, where it's like, oh, people hear about Fallujah, maybe we can call something similar, just spell it slightly differently, and then we can do Star Wars version of that. Even though oh, it's a jungle, okay. um, and I, I and yes, I know they're pronounced slightly differently. Don't correct me in fucking email, please. Don't correct me. Um, do you get a, emails? I have a contact page on the website. And, and do I people have, contact I have, you? I have gotten emails before, not for this show, for other sh- for uh, for other shows. I've gotten emails correcting me on shit, and I was like, I'm not even gonna ignore. Oh my it. goodness, people try to talk to you. I love it. And you don't <laughs> talk to them back. No, I will. I mean, I guess, you know, I, I, I used to do reader mail more often um, on, on 30 oh minute interviews. But, uh, I, where if we can, start getting emails, can we have things where we answer the emails? Yeah. And we talk about them because that would be fun. Yeah. I'd if you go to, to multipleworldproductions.com, um, you can, there's a contact page. You can use that and you can, uh, you can email us and tell us what you think or what you, or if we're wrong or whatever. Um, what was I saying? Oh. They, or if it, you agree, we'd also like that kind of yeah. That'd be nice thing too. too. I, we, you don't have to be entirely hatred. Um, we will accept positive feedback as well. Um, the, and not it, it doesn't have to be about us. It can just be about your favorite things. Yeah, exactly. In we'll, Star Wars, we'd we'll, love we'll to hear it. it. We just love Star Wars. So yeah. Um, if you, and again, we we said the modding community is alive and well with this. Even to this day, you can. It's very easy to mod these games. Um, like I modded. Um, Battlefront 2 to do a Hyrule level. Um, these games are very easy to mod. Um, and they and the thing is too, they made the source code for the uh, for the engine kind of open source. So it's very easy to get in there and, and, and fuck around with stuff. Um, if you want to create a mod, not just install something someone else made. Um, but originally... You created your own mod before? No, 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 no. I downloaded oh, and installed okay. it. But all that stuff is available for anyone who wants to do that. They made it like they basically made it all available for free. Where it's like, look, we want this community to thrive. So like all the stuff that goes into it, um, it's all available. You can do it yourself, and it's very easy. And and they like within six months of release, back in the mid two thousands, they were like, here's everything you need to do whatever you want in this game. Have fun, do whatever you want. Um, oh. And they supported it through their servers too. Um, but Originally, they were going to do cross-era battles. So if you wanted to do Confederacy versus the Empire, or you wanted to do Rebels versus the, versus the Confederacy, or you wanted to do anything like that, you were able to do that. 
but it was cut for time. Um, and if you mod, you can get that back. Oh. So have you been swayed on this? Swayed from what? Well, ha has this convinced you to give the games a shot? Yeah, I I was always interested. It was just not something that I was able to do when the, at the time of release. Well, yeah, we were in fourth grade, so we were like contingent on parents buying games for us. Yes, and then <laughs> 2010 when the next one came out, right? Am I right? It was um, 0405 were these two, and oh. then the new ones were um, 20. 2015, 2017. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have liked to have tried it, I guess. But it sounds like it's an online game, and my parents were not allowing me to use to play online uh, games. Yeah. Well, no, it was, it they, they had me... a lot of local single player um, and, and local split screen. That's actually how I played it the first time. I went to a friend's house, and he had it. And I was like, this then is what a am revelation. I seeing where it's Battlefront 2, but it's like, it's from 2015. Battlefront 2 would have been 2017. EA bought Pandemic um in the late in the early 2010s. Um and then as part of that when Disney acquired Star Wars, they relicensed Battlefront back to EA. So EA made a Battlefront game in in those. And That's those games the one were that widely I panned. Watched lots of videos on where it's very high definition. I played a yes. little bit of it. It's just not fun. I did not like Yeah, it that's at all. what I know that like the people my friends at the time were like, no, don't bother. Like, um, or I, I played it. It's fine. I'm not getting into it. So. And like Battlefront 2 was like a worst, worst version of Injustice where it's like uh, the, the, what's it called? Um, the game is just so just microtransaction-y to get oh, like yes. cosmetic shit. And I'm like, I, like, I, I never played 2 because it like all of that just turned me off. I, I hate online gaming. Um, I think I said this before. I don't play games to uh, for competitive reasons. I play games to unwind. And if I suck at it, I'm not going to play it. Um, I got all my online gaming out in like. So you must not play a lot of games. <laughs> Burn. Well, no, I play I play single player games. <laughs> um, but like I, I burnt out on online gaming in like 2010, 2011 when they put World at War on the Wii, and I played that online, and I just sucked. And I was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." Um, that's the one that I think I've seen most, most like most videos of people playing. Um, that's but... probably because it, it it did have a reasonably large community at launch, but like, and I I remember people being so disappointed that it wasn't these games. Well, because the thing is, one and two, there were two other Battlefront games that I didn't talk about here. There was like Renegade Squadron, and then there was another one. Um, both of those were on PSP, and even those games were better than this. Really? Okay. We're better than those two. Um because like the PSP games had like surface to air battles where there were two planes of actions. Um the space battles were upgraded where some of the maps had a um like a, a command post in the middle that you could take and have an additional command post to also dispatch troops from. Like mm -hmm. they they had way more maps, some of which were based in the video games. Like did you ever play uh, Force Unleashed with Starkiller? No, I didn't. I didn't, but I watched some playthrough of it. There, that was that the one, one with the little ginger boy, right? No, that's um, Fallen Order. Never mind. Um, <laughs> then the, the, other one... the answer is no. Okay, well, the, <laughs> the other one, 
there's a there's a trash planet. There's a map based on that in in Battlefront Renegade Squadron. Um, and those are also more story driven and, and stuff like that. Um, I do have to figure out how to. I mean, I guess the answer is going to end up being um, downloaded online, but like mm-hmm. um, Lethal Alliance and stuff like that, like how to play those and get video for it for when we cover those. So those are PSP games and DS games and stuff like that. Because um, like I have a solution for um, PS2 games. I have a capture card. Um, I just hook everything up through a capture card and that'll do it. But uh, for I PC used to games, have a PC. Uh, I used to have a PS2, but. I um yeah that was that was my my weapon of choice back in the day. Mine was not mine. I think I've pretty much always been an Xbox person, but the I bought the PS2, um when a local GameStop was going under. They were selling Ooh. all of these games, and I was like, guess I need to go get myself a PS2. So I bought all these games, and then we went to I went to a um a a local um like just like game shop i guess yeah yeah and this guy who was running it who the the store is not there anymore but he was awesome um he would get these old consoles and fix them up and then sell them so i was able to get it get a ps2 back in 2014 for like 50 bucks yeah and um... all these games that we'd bought for with say with um uh play uh gamestop going out I had the GameStop go under by me and um, we like I walked in there and it's like this feels illegal because of how little I'm paying for all this stuff. Yes, it was. It was all the stuff that was in those little yellow packages with the clear plastic on the outside. And then um, uh, the games were all like a dollar, like 80 cents, (laughs) a dollar 50. Yeah, it was really cool. Yes, it definitely didn't like me. Um, Having gone, I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna buy all these games I've never tried and I would love to try. Um, and then I will figure out the console later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got um they just opened by me a new uh retro game store. Um I, I like I, I know the guy who runs the one that I go to all the time. He's a very nice guy. Um if you're ever on Long Island, go to any of the game on locations. Oh um, really? Yeah, the guy is really nice who runs it. It's not like you go to, you ever go to a comic book store. And the guy behind the counter is like the living embodiment of that guy on The Simpsons. And he's just a, a, yes. a total turbo douche. A um, super twat. Yeah. And it's like, this guy is not that. He's the nicest guy on the planet. And, and he always has conversation about whatever you're buying. It's like going to Trader Joe's, but for video games. Um, yeah. But they just opened and- a new one that you walk in there and it looks like you walked onto the set from like Power Rangers. It's so 90s. That's cool. Um, and it, it's it's laid out to look like a 90s like arcade. Um it's pretty cool. I, I picked up um, um, Rebel Alliance 1 and 2, the PS1 there, um, so mm. I can get a more authentic experience as I try to hook up my PlayStation 1 that hopefully still works, um, because I've had that since 98 at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I've had that fucking console for 25 years. Um, Your PS2? My PS1. Your PS1? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um does it actually still work? Because my PS2 broke during one of my moves. For the most part, it does. Um, some see the bigger issue is some of the discs don't. Um, uh. because we, my grandmother, when we were in the mid two thousands, um, got us this thing that was like you put you take all your discs out and you put it into this thing, and it mm-hmm. like you you pick which one you're pulling out, 
and it'll attach like this and pull it out like that. Um, the problem is um, if you live in a house with three people under the age of 10, no one knows to put things back in the right spot. So to find <laughs> anything in it, you have to take everything out to find that it. It doesn't matter if people are under the age of 10. <laughs> and it's like, uh, <laughs> you just so don't you put it back, and, it's gone. <laughs> and the thing is, too, it's like, we got these things and my dad put me and me and my brother in charge of like, take all the discs out of the cases and put them into this thing to, to save oh. room. So neither of us had the foresight to be like, okay, but what about like keeping the games together and putting the movies in one and all of that? Um, and it was just a clusterfuck. So every disc we I, owned ended is up Is that in those how things. you organize is in those little books? Well, I, now I don't anymore. Now I have oh, okay. I keep everything in cases. Um, Me too. And I have it because it's like I don't like I I, I be able to see it. It's easier. I'm not sitting there for 20 years. It's it doesn't get lost as easy. No, and I think it's too. It's like in my in my shelves. I have a shelf of like movies that my mom likes. Just mm -hmm. that way, it's like my mom's. I want to watch a movie. Let's go over. Here's the shelf of movies my mom likes. I just pull one out. Here you go. All right, you want to watch um uh Titanic? You want to watch. Uh, <laughs> playbook you want to watch no it's like it's all movies i know she like all about eve like all these great you know classic movies and it's just like it's pulling out like here you want to watch this um and it's like i keep all my marvel movies together most of them in steelbooks and it's like you know it's 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 a collector and it, it, it's kind of a pack rat thing i will admit um the only cases i don't keep is i don't keep switch cases so that's same but we have the cases and I'm I put that I put it into the carrying case and now I'm really, really, really wishing I hadn't because now I can't fucking find the carrying case and I can't find all the damn games. Oh, see, that's the that and, there, and therein lies the problem. And you would yes. think that at some point Nintendo would have thought of this because I feel like this is a problem that's been happening since like 93 so, when so the Game tiny. Boy came out. Like I, I have and the thing is, too, they don't make big enough carrying cases. No. Because, like, why the fuck do you only have 16 little slots in the little carrying case? Right. So anyway, I should probably try and sell Sonic Frontiers back. That game was ass. Was it? Sonic yeah. games usually are. There I, was I had, one Sonic game that I thought was good, but I know that that's just for nostalgia reasons. Was it Adventure or Adventure 2? It's the one that's on the PC that it is top-down. Top-down the PC. Huh, which one's that? Um, we've talked about it before, and I can never remember what it's called. Um, I remember that one. I just got. You know what I pre-ordered last night? Um, I'm looking forward to for next uh, for to start playing next week for a review. What uh, Hogwarts Legacy? What's that? The new Harry Potter game. Yes, but what's it about? It's set in the 1800s. So Harry Potter's not in it. It's set in the 1800s, and it's you. You're a student at Hogwarts. Um, and you get to do magic and you get to make potions and you get to do all this crazy shit and you got to fight goblins and it's, you know, which is an odd choice. See, this is what I don't understand about, about this whole Harry Potter thing. Like, yes, JK Rowling is a trash person and all of that. So like I was it's debating 3D it. It's blast. When you say PC, I don't think of 3D blast. Well, um, then maybe I'm wrong. It came it's out the on, one I think like you go around, and you, like there's a there's one where you like collect birds and stuff. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. that that is pretty blast. But like when you said that, like that game came out for Genesis, I think. Excuse me. Uh, well, I was uh, always play. You. I always played it on the computer. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um, um, 
But uh, yeah, I, um, I didn't know it was on Genesis. I have a Genesis. I should have. I should go and find this. You know what? You should invest in if you don't have it already. We're getting way off topic here. Um, that's okay. These are the best parts. Yeah, it, you should invest in the Retron. Um, the oh, Retron is very worth it. It comes from Hyperkin. Um, it is a you can get a Retron three, a Retron five, or a Retron SQ. Um, the five plays NES, SNES, Genesis, Game Boy, and Game Boy Advance games. And are they downloaded, or can you just put anything into the card you put, slots? You, it's only your cartridges. There's no it's only cartridges. Only okay. cart- only cartridges you're already on. Oh my gosh, um, look at this! People have like multiple games in the cartridges. So yeah, like, you what you just load as, up the different things. Yeah, this is cool. I have the Ooh. I have the three and the square. That's not bad either. No, it's not. It's and, and if you get make sure you get the HD though. Otherwise, it's only HD. component. The 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 standard is only component cables, and most TVs don't support component anymore. Oh, okay. Like the red, blue, the the uh, yeah, the, yellow, the red, white, red, yellow, and white. Yeah, not even the not even the full like somewhat HD component where it was like mm. five. It's only the three prong. So um, you were saying get the get the I five. Would, I would say get the five HD, um, because that you can plug in HDMI. And you can play all your games. Whoa, the um, five HD is one hundred and seventy dollars. Not that bad for what it does. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> well, I bought the still three, damn. I bought the three years ago, and then I got the SQ for a hundred, um, a few months back, and I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, okay. And especially if you, if anyone out there streams, um, I would recommend it. I, I don't know about speed run. That's the only thing is, I, if you speed run. It may not count because I think the processing power is too good. Um, oh, yeah. Count for speed running. Um, yeah, maybe. But, you know, anyone out there who does that, highly recommend that is Hyperkin a good has idea. Such, check out Hyperkin's store. They have such cool stuff on there for retro gaming. It's, it's, worth, it's worth to look at. Um, hmm. But since we have another episode to record and I have to go to Staten Island today, oh, uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Wait a minute. Um, what is, What's coming up in our next one? Let me use my stream deck and pull the calendar up. Watch this. Oh, wait, you can't see on I my I can't screen. see anything. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm watching. Okay, so are you liking it's the so Bad Batch this season? I, have, I didn't realize there was a season of it out right now. We're in the middle of it right now. Oh, I didn't realize. I yeah. will go. I'll, I'll have to go and start watching. Okay, so I have the, fe- I have the February calendar up. Uh, okay. Next week on February fifteenth, we have The Empire Strikes Back. We're going back to a movie. Um, okay. And the week after that, we're going to do season one of The Bad Batch. So. Not the current season, the last season. Okay. That ends with the destruction. Of but the next one is is what? Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, um, and then The Bad Batch, and then. So I'll leave you with a joke then. Yes. And then what after is... that, hang on, I got uh, a Dooku Jedi Lost is the next book. Oh, okay. I'm excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the internal temperature of a Tauntaun? Lukewarm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, um, oh, we didn't rank. Uh, I'm not going to rank them against the general thing. I feel like these games don't... Um, these games are different enough where they shouldn't be like, because they're just kind of blanket telling the entire story. They don't really fit into a general ranking. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep them separate from the overall ranking for that reason. 
Um, in terms of video games, I think that um, Battlefront 2 is obviously the better one over Battlefront, um, even if the graphics are a little better in Battlefront 1, according to people on the internet. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll wrap up there for today. So next See week. See you next be time. Back. Bye. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs>